Girls trying to fuck me from different planets. I'm so handsome. How I manage They want a man who got many talents Not a million zannies It's some fucking candy I just invested in life I just cut me a slice Now we out of Miami Cuban booties Every booty We gon' have a shot As long as you act classy She used to hang out With them thugs But they not important They really boring I am such a player She be reading all my manga She love all the stories She be playing all my games Knowing by the name Damn she a foreign Must have had some brothers Hope I got some rubber Squirting up a storm Fucking up my boxes All up in her blouse What's this error Apostle, baby girl, chill. Ain't like a castle, dick on man, diggle. Shit is so colossal, feeling like a shit. That's an alcohol dude. Hickeys on my neck, damn these models breaking all these necks. Damn these bottles, fire up the loud. Damn these muscles, baby girl, bending over in my castle. I ain't signed up to lose, girl. I'ma get it, and I won't be satisfied till I hit it. I ain't signed up to lose, girl. I'ma get it. And I won't be satisfied till I I ain't signed up to lose, girl, I'ma get it And I won't be satisfied till I hit it electric
My next guest is a very open-minded and well-traveled artist. He's the definition of a xenophile. From his distinct album covers to his voice, he prides himself in being unique as well as passionate. I've listened to his music for a while now, and it's very exciting to get to talk to him. It's my pleasure to introduce Azizi Gibson. Yeah, you know how this shit goes, how that shit goes, so tell him. Man, tell him. If she don't run when you run, fuck her, my man can't help it. Just leave her. Put your heart back in your little bitch ass ass, nigga, don't sweat it. My nigga, I get it. Good. My nigga, I get it. You can't sleep at night next to a steak. I can't do it. I feel you. But you can't pay the rent by yourself. What the fuck are you doing? The fuck is you doing? Every time we try to talk it out, it feels like you're losing. It feels like you're losing. No point to send no text. She's vexed. She's stressed. It's gruesome. It's ugly. I kept it chill. I kept it cool. You kept it ruthless. You blocked on my past, drained on my gas, seized on my movements. Out of my brain, multiply pain. You think I'm stupid? You think I'm stupid? You think I'm stupid? You think I'm stupid? Yeah, you're right. You'd be better off by yourself. Just be lonely. I need help. You need help. We all need help. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Aziz Ansari. Here we go, Aziz. How's it going? Oh shit. My bad. This is Azizi Gibson. How you doing, Azizi? Yeah, yeah, it was good, man. Just chilling, quarantined up, tired and shit. <laughs> I know. This whole thing sucks, dude. Like, I just went up to my cabin for a few days. And then, because um, in Washington, our governor is not really passing a law quite yet, whether you have to stay home or not. But on Monday, he, like, sent uh, official, unofficial law saying everyone has to stay home unless it's, like, a necessity to go out so i had to come back home and now it's, now i'm quarantined at my house for like two weeks yeah it's pretty wild out here man i feel bad for everybody losing their jobs and shit trying to figure out what's going on yeah it's really insane are you are you living in the states right now or because i've heard like on previous interviews like you're saying that like you're moving out of the states or where are you right now uh, i'm in la right now gotcha okay is it pretty bad there um it's pretty quiet really for real for real i guess it is i don't really know what bad is but it's definitely quiet it's affecting the streets for real for real that's as much as i can say yeah what are your opinions on the coronavirus do you think it's kind of hyped up or do you think it's as serious as some people are saying it is Uh, i mean I don't think I like would tell people to go panic, but I don't think people should be naive either. You know, I don't know. I don't want to look stupid being the cause of the reason why it gets worse and worse. So I don't know. Maybe staying in a few weeks is probably the best thing everyone should do. Mm. Are you still working on music right now because of the virus? Like, I don't, I'm trying to figure out what like, most of the artists are doing right now, whether they're just like kicking it at home, working on music. I know there's like freaking. <laughs> People are trying to make, like, coronavirus anthems and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that noise. I'm just chilling, really. I mean, the show goes on. I already, do, I already work from home, really, anyway. So I'm mm. just, you know, working on the next best thing. I just don't think it's, uh, you know, I think a lot of artists are trying to recalibrate um, what they should do next because, you know, like, merch and stuff like that. Like, ain't nobody trying to buy no merch right now. Like, Shit's going outside, so I think everyone's trying to figure out just what formula they should be going through. I mean, what formula they should be looking to right now in a situation like this, real quick. Right. 
so a lot of artists are like having to cancel their tour and stuff. Do you think if is that affecting you financially or other artists financially or are people be able to make money focused on just making their music or tours like a huge part for people right now? Luckily, I'm blessed. I'm I'm chilling without tours, so tours extra money for me. So, but it it does suck because I was excited to you know just perform because that's what I really love doing. You know what I'm saying? And just like getting out on the road and reconnecting with the fans because I really haven't been on tour for a year plus. So I was really really excited, and you know now it's looking like we're gonna have to go with the backup dates for sure. So. We, um, I don't really want to say when it is, but that's pretty much what's going on right now. Because no one wants to, no one wants to take the risk either. Well, not you can't even take the risk. It seems like, and I'm pretty sure it's going to go all the way until summer now. Yeah, that's the scary part. That's when. Do you think, um, like the government saying they're going to maybe like help low income people with doing like that? Was it like fifteen hundred dollars paycheck or something like that? Did you hear about that? Yeah, I saw something today for twelve hundred, but you know, I don't, I don't really know. I know, I don't know. It's kind of funny. I don't know where I stand with this. Like, I, of course, the government should be doing more, but nobody told motherfuckers not to save money for a rainy day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. Adults, shame on you, like for just thinking that shit stopped and just everybody else supposed to do whatever like i don't know that's what the bank is for so there's money for times like this if the dishwasher breaks you don't have money to get it repaired somewhere i don't know so right. it's a, it's it's a bit half and half for me but. Mm. so like in seattle and la they're kind of in the same boat when it comes to like the homeless homeless population like one of the i forget who it was but i hadn't really even heard of them before but like this supposedly like well-known radio host in the Seattle area went on like CNN and was talking like Tucker Carlson about how the homeless might be spreading the coronavirus. What do you think about that? I mean, at this point we can't, I feel like you can't really point fingers. It just gets too like, that's not, I feel like that's not the important thing. Like the nationality or the virus doesn't matter. It's more so like, just what are we really doing? to stop it really yeah like it's the only only thing you know we just need to be worried about let's start pointing fingers we kind of just start losing sight of what the fuck is really important here and i just feel like we just need to make sure our our parents and elders are healthy because they're the ones getting hit the hardest yeah it's kind of weird though that like kids supposedly don't show signs of the disease or whatever and um in seattle there's the, I think it's like five or six elementaries are trying to stay open so parents can like drop their kids off at daycare. And like, I was talking to my family about that and they're saying, everything's like right now when it comes to the coronavirus is kind of like a conspiracy. But like my family's saying, that's exactly what they want you to do for the, the poor people to bring their children back to school right now so they can infect, get infected and then bring it back to the low income families. Are you into conspiracies at all? I mean, here and there, but, you know, I kind of just tune out unless, like, someone really presents a case, you know. People just be, like, smoking and then be like, whoa, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Do you watch Joe Rogan at all? Uh, Nah, I don't as much as I want to, but, like, when I do, I always enjoy it. Like, he 
talking about some real shit. Dude, his last episode it came out like three days ago. He was with this man who was dressed in a full ass ghillie suit and had like a one of those masks on, and they're talking some crazy stuff about the coronavirus. And I was like, dang. Joe Rogan's like, I think he's doing the right thing when it comes to like podcasts. Like he has a huge ass platform. Nah, he's he's the man. He's got a lot of respect. Yeah. You know, you, have you ever been to like the those comedy clubs that he goes to in LA or anything like that? Nah, but I was about to say he's like here every week, pretty much. Like every other week, I see his name um, on Sunset or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. That's what I I hope because you've had some experiences in Seattle, from my understanding. Like you've been, you've you definitely toured here. Last year, I um. I went to your concert and I forget what the sweats you were wearing, but you were wearing, I think it was like maybe like Kappa and like Wave Runners or some shit. And that was like the first time I saw Wave Runners in person. At the, you were performing at the Crocodile. And I, was like, mm. I was like, oh shit, I thought those were dad shoes, but he's pulling them off. So literally like a month, a month later, I bought that shit off StockX. Those shoes are so comfortable. They are, they are pretty comfortable. I sold all my Yeezys, though. I'm, I'm over that shit. What? What shoes do you wear then? Um, right now I'm 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 switching up. I'm not saying what I'm on to next because people be jocking. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm I'm switching it up because. Man, I just saw Drake post some Nike SBs, and I'm like, man, people are really wild out here. Rich people just buy <laughs> shit that don't even make sense. Yeah, 100%. What do you think about, like, the virus, like, affecting, like, everyone in a sense? Like, Tom Hanks getting it, like, Idris Elba. And then, of course, like, I think it's funny because Drake is at that point where, like, people he just, like, random. I'm sure you do. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, they're, like, making, like, people are like, oh, he, Drake was seen with these NBA players the other day. So maybe he has the coronavirus and he's like, I don't have the coronavirus and shit like that. It's funny. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we are probably sitting here with the shit. Like, that's the crazy part. Um, Like, someone in my family has it and he's in intensive care right now. So shit's, like, not even – it's here. It's close. It can happen to anybody. So just – you never know, man. Like you really never know in a situation like this. I don't know too much about viruses, and I know niggas be like, don't be washing their hands. <laughs> For sure. So one thing that like I noticed when I was at like your concert last year is that you had like the um, what. What system did you have set up in like in the back room? I don't know if you do that for like other concerts, but you had like a gaming system set up. Oh yeah, by the merch booth, I had like a little uh, Super Nintendo Mini and the little Nintendo Entertainment System. They uh, yeah. they did a little mini version for both of them, and they have the games built in. That shit is so dope. Yeah, what? it's just just a little idea I had, end up uh, end up being really dope. It works. Yeah. So some of these artists I've interviewed, like they're like really into like anime and i've talked to like any artist that i know that's really into anime because i'm i'm sort of into anime i'm not like obsessed with it but like when it comes to you you're like you're like the nintendo king you know 
So like, why I'm do you think Nintendo and Anime King? But I just I just don't talk too much about it anymore because niggas just watch one episode of anime and then they start tweeting about it. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, exactly. Wow. What do you? But as a whole, it feels like black people are like they connect with it really well. Why do you think that is? I mean, oh, I just feel like. I don't really know. I just feel like everybody connects with it, really. I just feel like, I don't I don't know. I don't really know if there's a color to it or anything. I just think it's fucking dope. For me, I grew up overseas, so it was just a natural cartoon. Hmm. But, and then I just always love the stories. Like, it's always outside of the box. It's always, like, some encouragement type of story. It's always some dope-ass twists. And then, I mean, the animation is just, you know, you really can't avoid that. That's why you fuck with anime in the first place is just because that animation in general is awesome. For sure. Do you, um, have you seen the show Altered Carbon on Netflix? Uh, yeah, I haven't started the second season. Um, the first episode, like the first 10 minutes, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching anymore. So I need to write it back. Yeah, dude, that, that shit's dope, dude. I'm, I'm all into that. I didn't, I didn't even hear about it until like a week ago and then i binged it and then like the second season came out and i was like oh man so i binged that as well and now yeah, uh, the 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 first season was pretty good i like the uh, idea behind it yeah and um <coughs> have, you seen, have you seen the do you are you into watching like netflix at all like what do you usually do when you like you're when you have spare time i mean i'll be watching netflix all the time I just started a uh, Ozark. Also, have you heard of that show? Yeah, that shit is fire. Yeah, I just started that like last night, actually. And I'm already on like episode four or five. Shit's pretty crazy. The thing that I noticed also, like on the news, they're saying that like um, Netflix is gonna have to like, cut down on like the streaming rate because like everyone's trying to use that right now. The, yeah, they're, they'll figure it out. Yeah, no, for sure. Like they'll figure it out. There's money to be made. Somebody will figure that shit out. And it's a job that somebody can do in their house. Yeah. Someone, someone will figure it out. So, sure. so from listening to like your older music and now like your newest, what was your newest album called again? Uh, Chimera Action. Yes. So listening from, cause I, I actually like stumbled upon your music. Like, I think, when was it? I think it was like your second album where it's like, what what album was that when you like there was like the it was like the wedding album, uh, album cover? Prehistoric till death. Yes. I started I started listening to music when that when your first singles came out for that. And like after that I was like hooked. And what I've like you've always like had like messages in your songs and from listening to like previous interviews, because I, I love to do like a lot of research on my guests, you were like what I forget who it was, but I was listening to it to yesterday, like a few like a year or two ago. This um these interviewers were like saying how much money do you need or how much fame do you need to get to a point where you're able to say what's ever on your mind and you, you don't care about the backlash. And I've noticed that since like, as your albums progress, you seem more in tune with what you want to say and like having like almost like full on speeches on some of your songs. What made that switch for you? Um, I guess just realizing that the blogs weren't the platform my music was so mm. you know that's just the bar right there 
So I just was like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to just put everything I need to say here. I mean, I always was saying what I needed to say, but I felt like I'm not trying to be everybody's friend for real, for real, because that's not realistic. I'm just trying to make sure people who fuck with my message really hear my message and feel my message, and that's all that matters. I'm not trying to be with nobody. And so you you grew up outside of the country, and now you're you've been back in the country. So you kind of have like a you have like the experiences from inside and outside the country. And how do you think this country's being run right now? Like, what are your opinions on? It? Of course, like you say it in your music, but how do you see the country going in the next? few years i don't know man because the young people these in this day and age are just like i'm not really trusting them to like i don't really trust the youth right now like there's always smart people but just the majority of people think that what they have is their right when it's more of a privilege um Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could just see it. Like, just people are dumb. People are just really dumb, you know? Like, nobody nobody knows how to keep an event or a meal to themselves anymore. Right. Technology and social media and helicopter parents, or what do you think it came from? I just feel like once, once, like, now that everybody has like it's i i'm it's cool that everyone has an opinion but man not everyone should have an opinion i'm sorry so it yeah. just feels like um some people should just shut the fuck up and a lot of people give people who really don't have a right or have a rap sheet to really say anything like i'm i'm a brutally honest person like if you ain't doing shit in this world shut the fuck up like period um and you know and if you're really not trying to be positive or do anything or you're not responsible like you don't really I don't really care what you have to say so I just feel like you know a lot of the like for instance like people go on Twitter to find tweets that make them feel good like knowing like the person who tweeted that could have just beat his girlfriend like we don't know what the fuck that fool did you over here giving a tweet over like shine when you don't even really know what the fuck this is just because you're searching for the opinion that you want, which is not necessarily the opinion you need. So people will find whatever the fuck they need to find on the internet in order to trump whatever they need to like trump. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to think more important than whatever the fuck else they want to think. And I feel like that's more dangerous than anything. And I feel like that's the Corona thing. Like people, Everyone that I was telling about it, they thought the shit was a joke and this wasn't going to happen. And, you know, they're posting memes and then now they're at home crying and blown that they don't got a job. And then they're on Twitter like, well, I need to get paid. I'm like, I think it's funny. Like, <laughs> oh, like I'm not laughing at the situation you're in. I just think it's funny that you didn't think that anything was real because you want to be like, well, this is a conspiracy. And well, this is this. And it's like, all right, dog. When, like, I tell people, like, does the fucking city need to be in flames for you to see that shit is fucked up? Like, it doesn't always need to be in flames. Like, you, the shit can be fucked up as is, and people can still be smiling. So I just, I, so I feel like that's what's going to be the dangerous thing going into pot, like, going into anything these next few years. 
do you think that opinions like credible opinions come with age or how do you think that should work uh, I think I don't really want to say age. I feel like because there's a lot of young people. Like, look at a Jaden Smith. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's young, but he's so smart. You know what I'm saying? He just seems like someone who's like trying to afford the better. I don't know the kid, but I'm just saying, like, from the outside in, seeming like he's a young cat, but he's got yeah. like good ideas. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like age has nothing to do with it. It's just like a man, a mindset of if you actually are responsible. Because a lot of people say shit, but just don't mean it. You know, like I see it every day. So I'm not saying it's a super huge majority. I'm just saying like we give light to a lot of things that don't need light given to. Right. And then when someone wants to finally shine a spotlight on whatever it is we've created, they always grab the wrong people to explain the movement. Yeah. You know, it's just like when they get these dancers, like they're like, oh, this person created the dance, but then they get the other people who got more popular from the dance. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. the world today. It's not right. really the creator, it's whoever made it better. Mm -hmm. How was your journey like, coming up and becoming like a the artist and credibility that you have now what were the steps that you took man a lot of falling down just like on my face just you know you just learn this is the way to be this is the way to go um the only thing i can tell people is truthfully just make good music like that today like what you would think back maybe a decade ago like the music that's coming out now you necessarily wouldn't think is good but you can't focus too much on that sometimes you just got to focus on your craft because people will listen to your music if it's good and it's unique like that's the only thing and never be discouraged because if i've learned if there's anything you want in this world like it's gonna it's gonna beat you up left left up right all that you know what i'm saying there's nothing that's just gonna easily be perfect but, you know, I just made sure that I branded myself and kept the continuity going, created the Grim Reaper stuff, created like an identity for people to remember you as, you know, just just study shit. It's like right there in front of you. But, you know, my, my journey was pretty chill. I'm, I'm, right. I'm pretty thankful for my shit. What is the Grim, Grim Reaper? Like, how did that come about for you? I just feel like the Grim Reaper gets a bad rep. Like, he's not, like, a bad guy, for real. Like, even though he's always seen with death and people just assume death is, like, evil or some shit like that. But he's not really out here just murdering niggas and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, but he, I feel like he has that ability. And I feel like that is, you know, something I feel like, you know, exaggerating. I have this ability, but you have to do things step by step. And that's the whole thing with the Grim Reaper. Like, you can't. That's what I feel like I'm that person. Like, you still have to do step, like, everything step by step, no matter what. Right. Do you feel like you are the Grim Reaper or that he's more of, like, a mascot for you? It's just a mascot metaphorical thing, like, for real, for real. It's just, I fuck with the art and, you know, I just keep it going and stuff like that. I don't want to be like, I'm the Grim Reaper or anything like that. I'm not on my Marilyn Manson shit. <laughs> so i don't i don't think he's changed that much but do you have you made it so like the grim reaper character that you use in your album art is exactly 
the same in each cover art or do you have like a different artist create them each time or how does that work um i usually go to my boy john burlock um he's a dude based out in montreal um he's really dope we've been doing shit for years and years um but he usually does well not usually he does the album covers like if i'm gonna get a uh illustration done i always go to perlock so yeah shout out john Perlock. he just does that shit a1 on on top of it all the time good turnaround times and his imagination with the pen is amazing yeah it's important to make like connections they can keep going back to and when it, oh, when it comes to like what i said absolutely like i i work with a small group of people because i can rely on them to get shit done and one thing that i try to focus on when i do interviews whether it's interviews with local artists or bigger artists i've been starting to lean towards like older artists also because they have like a lot of wisdom like um, one of my last interviews was like with Cocaine, who like came up with like Tupac and NWA and Snoop Dogg, and I kind of noticed that with you too as well. Like one of your like top features that you usually have is like DJ Paul. How did that connection come about? Man, that shit's crazy because he wrote me. Like that's oh, wow. crazy. Like we just checked the email one day and we're like, wait, what? <laughs> Fucking what? It's like, hey, this DJ Paul, love your music. We're like, what the what the fuck you mean this DJ Paul, love your music? We freaking out, man. Like, that's a fucking legend. Just and he's just humble, man. Like, DJ Paul is a dope ass human being. He truly is. Like, he's down to earth, legendary, always got like some knowledge just dripping off of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just cool as shit. He is a cool ass motherfucker. Like I'm, it's one of those things that I'm super proud of. Like I'm just like, damn, because I'm from the East Coast, so you know, like Three Six Mafia was 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 a big part of that. I don't For know sure. if California knows much about it, but it was a big part of the East Coast. So just to have someone of that nature, you know. I like, I tell people, like, there's a few people that I, like, would fan out on. And, like, he, I, know, I never fan out, but I got to, like, show my respects. Like, if I didn't know him in that fashion and I probably saw him, I would just walk up to him and be like, yo, man, thank you. For sure. What are, what are your opinions on, like, 3-6 Mafia now? Do you think they should come out with a new album? Or because, like, you're close with DJ Paul, does that mean you kind of have, like, a little bit of, like, a negative opinion on juicy j or how does that all work for you um nah yeah i'm not in no one's business i don't know juicy j so i don't have any issues with anybody um i know just through the grapevine and not through him i'm like straight up just media that's the only shit i know and i try not to even dig in too much of that shit so but um as far as them making an album it's really up to them. I know they were talking about uh, doing a tour. I heard about some stuff like that. But who knows, man? Like, it's it's one of those that they do. I know the fans will love it. But, you know, if they don't, you know, the history remains, you know, the history is always going to be there. Sometimes it's whatever they want to do. Sometimes I'm a, I'm a classic type of person. Sometimes I feel like shit just need to be left alone but not to say like 
I mean, shit, DJ Paul is still rapping like a motherfucking beast. So it's not like it would be whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, so at the end of the day, it would be tight. So who knows, really? Whatever. Yeah, he's still rapping, man. He really, he's really crazy. So have you, what are your goals when it comes to like your platform and making music? Because like I said, like your, your connections, I think they're pretty amazing. Like I have never even heard that guy that you, um, gosh, I'm forgetting all your song titles right now. But that, like that one guy you just worked with and you released a music video with, the AK, what's his name? Oh, Octa Savior from Underachievers. Yeah. Oh, that's from, okay. That's why he sounded, damn. Okay. That makes so much more sense now. Yeah, that's my bro. So what are your opinions of having a bunch of connections versus having smaller connections? You know, like quantity over quality. What are your opinions on all of that? Uh, Well, it's always going to be quality over quantity. You know, I just feel like having the right people instead of just having a bunch of maybes is always is always the best people to really realize that you know like having i mean if you can have a large network and shit you know what i'm saying cool but if you got a little circle of people and that's you and you can maintain and they can maintain you know it's it's a stronger build i feel right what does it take to have like connections like little wayne's or jay-z's or drake's like, is that just come with artists, like, continuing to work? Or do those artists have to reach out to them? Or I feel like right place at the right time, you know, shit, just going for it, trying to be at parties and networking. Definitely labels, definitely agents, definitely A&R, stuff like that. It's, it's, a, it's a mixture of everything. And then especially now, like, yeah, if, like, you guys have just heard of each other. You can fuck around, yeah, just write the person. Like, these young artists probably just DMing each other, you know? If you're right. 20, 21, and y'all both rapping and on top of the world and shit, I'm, I'm gonna just DM you. Fuck all the management shit. Right. Do you, think, do you think LA is still those cities that is, like, the right time, the right place, or do you think you can basically become a huge artist just by staying in your home city and using social media and the right managers? the right sounds and so yeah it's always gonna be a both but you know it's very hard sometimes because some of these places like just don't have that foundation you know like they don't have that traffic they don't have that revenue like they don't have the the venue even you know like they don't even have rappers coming into town to perform because it's not a big city or something like that so Sometimes you do gotta move, but it's always a it's always a possibility because everyone's story is always gonna be different at all the time. You know what I'm saying? So whatever I'm doing or whatever Fifty Cent did or whatever the fuck Michael Jackson did, you don't gotta worry about. It. You just gotta worry about what's you. You know what I'm saying? I tell people that all the time. Can't focus on that story because that's not that doesn't start with your name. Mm. So, but, you know, as long as you listen to the people around you, because maybe you do have your whole town telling you you're doing music, but that's that's all you can do. You might have to you might have to have that whole like, you know, getting 
knowing the whole town fucks with you might be enough for you to have to, you know, go to LA or New York and try to start something. Right. Thing is, LA is the place you can go and just like not be from there and do shit. Like, you know, you can't really go too many places and just like take over and right. people die. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, so LA is just that one place it's allowed. Right. As long as you're not, you know, sound down no streets or anything. Mm-hmm. What are your opinions on the Seattle music scene? I feel like I'm dry and I don't listen to any other music scene than the ones my friends play for me. But everybody that I know down that way that I have, like, seen perform with me and the vibe there is really good. So I just know there is a scene. I actually thought about moving to Seattle for a little bit, maybe two years ago. Because of the weed laws? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, can't, I can't say that I, I know too, too, too much about, you know, the Seattle right. music. Some artists choose not to, you know, perform in Seattle, though. What makes you decide to make that a spot for you to stop on for your tours. I mean, the tickets, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that actually, that makes sense. People, Some people, people like, well, the music and they sell, you know what I'm saying? It's like, wherever the music is being listened to, that's yeah. just where it and I was like, I don't overthink the shit. It's, it's business right now. I'm like there for a day and I'm out. Like, uh, there's nothing that's going to bother me so bad for a day that I can't go and perform. For sure. You know. Some artists, I think what's interesting about you is like, and that's one reason why I was really open to like doing a, a phone call with you is because you have such like a unique voice. Some artists kind of like see that, like, when coming artists are like afraid to use their voice sometimes. What made you comfortable with like your like deep ass voice that you have? Bitches. <laughs> Straight up, man. Girls. I was just like, your voice. I was like, oh, aha, say less. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, and, and it sounds dope, like on the track. It can be. Yeah. Melodic and soothing, you know what I'm saying? And if I do it right, I've just always tried to use my voices and never use auto tune. I only have two songs where I have auto tune. So. Right. And, you know, no offense to nobody who uses auto tune. That shit's fun when I be throwing my voice in that shit. That shit hella fun. But mm-hmm. yeah. So when when there's like those little like voices like in your songs, are those all you? Like when it says "I see, see" or like? Oh like, yeah, like, like, in the background, yeah. <laughs> so funny like what about the um not not the album you just had but your album right before that you had that like the song i think it was about donald trump and like the was that you also doing that little like donald trump impression yeah 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 i do all this shit. only only voice that i didn't do on the last few albums is like the japanese girl voice <laughs> yeah I had, dude. I, had to, I had to hire an actor for actress for that shit. yeah that's funny <laughs> my um the first time, like, I really started noticing that you did those, like, little ad-libs things is, um, 
when you did like the Perky's Calling remix, I was dying the whole time because you're doing like so many different little ad libs on that song. I was like, oh my god. Oh man, I missed that song. Yes. Damn, I missed that song. Yeah, that's a dope song. I'm gonna have to listen to that a little bit. Hey. So, what is the importance of like, doing music videos for you? Because I. You have some music videos, but you're not like one of those artists that makes like a music video for every single song that you do. But when you do music videos, they're pretty freaking fire. Like even like um like even with like the Smoking with the Gods music video, that's still like a legendary music video, you know? Nah, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, I don't know. I uh, it's funny. I was talking to somebody the other day about how I'm gonna do less music videos, but I'm gonna go crazier with my vision. Um. <laughs> It's just, it's it's just that's the thing. Like some people can just rap in in front of a camera with their boys in a in the room. That's totally fine. Like the shit looks good, works, you know. But I'm just stubborn. Like I got a fucking vision. Like this yeah. is how I want it to look. And sometimes once I say how I want it to look, I look at how much it costs, and then I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, maybe not. so you know but now i'm like you know well we'll just do less and then i'll be able to i'll feel more comfortable just having this as the representation of me you know what i'm saying like whenever people look up the name what's the last music video we dropped oh cool this is how he was coming so i want to make it more of an event when i do music videos if i can then you know what i'm saying then just make it be like oh well he dropped the music video this song i'd rather be like oh shit what is he gonna do next because he went kind of crazy last time right do you listen to joiner lucas at all uh not really and by not really no but he's crazy <laughs> i've seen i mean i've just heard him rap and he's like wild like damn i mean he can rap for sure you should definitely check out his last two music videos he just did though. They're freaking insane. He has this song called Revenge, which is a black thing this morning. I didn't watch yeah. it when I saw he dropped that. So it's like I'll check it out for sure. I got I got no bad blood against again, like I just don't listen to shit. Mm. I see it. I'm like, okay, word. I know the name, I know what's going on, but I don't be knowing the music. Right. Do you ever feel like there's an artist that you need to like reach out to when they come up in the music scene or do you kind of like not even focus on it that much um like i mean i'm always paying attention but just like nah i'm not really interested in making like friends with people unless it just happens organically like they if like if you know like don't let's say like don Tolliver is probably my favorite artist right now as okay. far as like just just him just like i just really like his talents but there's not many people that I'd be feeling who's like dope as far as like, I could just instantly be like, cool. Of course it's like the guns and the young thugs and all that shit, but I'm far as like new who sounds refreshing. Cause I mean, dog, everybody really sounds the same to me. Like, I don't know what's going on, but this shit crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know? So it's like really nice to hear someone, hear people do shit in creative ways and sometimes someone will make a good song and then you'll try to you know you'll be like all right cool they sound dope and then they drop some other shit and then it's dumb you know it's like people don't come with the same energy every time you know so we 
yeah, so I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. I don't really I don't really want to connect with nobody who you just gotta take the game as serious as I do. And yeah. I'm just I'm I'm just passionate, you know what I'm saying? You don't necessarily gotta be super duper famous, but you just have to be smart and care about it as much as I do. Right. What makes you still be so passionate about music? Cause how long you've been around for a while now, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, shit, it pays the bills and more, and I love it. So I, I'm just, you know, continue to want to make sure that anybody who's interested or like my music and wants to know that it works and it is still working, then and they want to care about it, then they should. Because if no one cares, then it's really just going to be like people just uploading songs from their fucking phone and we're just letting people get famous for no reason. Like we're, we're like, it's just so much to the point where just like internet trolls are making random, are giving random people money who don't deserve <laughs> money. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, wow, you put in all that work just to get this shitty ass rapper or whatever popping. Oh man, you should have just gotten a job dog and got yourself money. Yeah. That's, exactly. It's, it's really like I be getting all my boys about retweeting shit artists. Like I, I be getting <laughs> on them. I'll be like, yo, what do you? What is this? Like that pew 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 guy? Like that guy who's got the high voice? Like I'm like, dude, I can't. I'm not not this dude. Right. I don't like to be negative either. I'm like, hey man, have fun, you know. But there's just a line that I gotta draw. <laughs> right. What can you take away from like older artists and to make sure you, I doubt this would ever happen to you, but like, what do you do to make sure you don't end up like a, like a vanilla ice or a love and hip hop star? Oh man, you just make good music. And you don't, you don't, you don't do anything for money. Mm. You don't do quick grabs. (laughs) You don't do like, yeah, you don't, you don't do anything for money. Because you lose your credibility. You might have money for sure, like I said, but if Young Jock tried to ever stun me, I'd be like, nigga, shut the fuck up. You know? <laughs> or, you know, you can have money, you got your bitches, but nah, you're good. And again, it's no, it's no like bad blood. I don't know the nigga either. I'm just saying, for instance, like I wouldn't let a nigga of that nature dare talk to me in any way. <laughs> I <laughs> problem <laughs> yeah yeah he's that's kind of set he's a he's a cool artist but like like i think his biggest song was when he was on that feature with t-pain like i don't really know a song off my top of my head that's just him me in the trash is going down that was the one <laughs> that shit was that shit was crazy so i mean but again that was like back back in the day 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 so I don't know. Old, 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 old musicians is you just can't be a hater neither. You know, right. you just gotta let people do what the fuck they want to do. You What's know? your favorite era of hip hop? Uh, definitely like the early. I mean, like mid late nineties to early two thousands. Mm. Yeah. yeah. For real, just what like, artist? What artist huh? do you look up to? Like. Uh, well, of course, I gotta say Slim Shady. I like Eminem, Gorillas, Linkin Park. I just remember listening to in Thailand, and that was like 
and Outkast is what really made me want to start like rapping for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just oh man, any, anybody of that type of nature. That was, that was I could still listen to the Slim Shady album right now and the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. Any day. This was timeless. It's just like people, it's like, man, he's people are lucky that they got the rap in a time where it was it mattered. Like now it's like no one's doing anything new. So it's like, all right, cool, bro. Like we already been fucking bitches, dogs. That shit old now, nigga. So yeah. It's like we've been getting money. Like that shit's cool. Like nobody's nobody's really against the wall anymore. Right. So it's like the excitement is not as much there as it used to be. But that's just me getting older. You know, I'm 29, so I'm just shit. Just I'm just starting to notice shit. So I just be listening to oldies now. <laughs> Do you feel like you're an older artist then, compared to everyone else in the game? Um, I definitely feel like, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to use the veteran. I'm just like, I've just seen more, more nourished. I don't want to say I'm old, old, but I'm definitely not a young artist, I want to say. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely not a child. Yeah, I don't know a lot of old people. Now. I don't know a lot of old people that like anime, though. So that still makes you pretty youthful, I guess. I feel like everyone, I feel like a lot of people do. It's just we don't got to tweet about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I noticed. Like, I just don't got, like, people, like, I don't got to smoke every blunt on IG Live, you know? Like, I don't got to show people that I'm cool. Like, that's that's what I find cool about myself. Like, I don't got to <laughs> let you, like, you don't got to know what I'm on right now. Like, because it's like, shit, you already got, like, the world already got 13 albums from me. Like, you got me on a platter. I got to keep certain shit under wraps to myself. Right. Don't got to flex for the gram. Yeah, exactly. And, like, some, and my manager, she's always like, you got to be you more. You're funny. You're this, you're that. I'm like, man, shit, I'm saving me for y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just like, mm. I don't like selling myself too much. Right. Because you are into like anime and stuff like that, do you think you've acquired a pretty big audience outside of the country? Because like, like of course, like Japan, Japan, things like that. I'm not even sure. I don't, I feel like my biggest following outside the country is Russia. I wish I had like more, like some Asian followers. I definitely do. But I don't know if it's a large handful. You know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily sure about that. But um, it definitely, just the anime stuff, people just really do connect with me more. You know, anime, anime is the fucking shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is dope. Like, it's just so many crazy, like, stories and the imagination like, I'd just be surprised that the some of the shit I'd be looking at. Yeah. Well, as, as long as you're not looking at hentai, we're cool. <laughs> nah, I'm not crazy like that. I mean, that's how you get down. That's how you get down, you know? Yeah. Like, so how do you just, like, describe success for you? Like, how? what makes you feel successful and prideful of what you do? Um... You just got to be able to look at whatever you've done 
and be able to like be all right. Like, that's my goal. I tell myself like I can never sell myself to the point where I'm embarrassed to look at this page in the yearbook. You know what I'm saying? Like I just need to always be able to be like, okay, that was me in this year. Ha ha, I've grown from there. You know what I'm saying? So I tell people, my success is making sure your bills and everything is paid and you're good and you're just not struggling and not hurting and making sure that the circle or the people that you're surrounded with, I mean, surrounded by are just positive people. You don't got to, like, have hella, hella money and all this other shit. Like, you just need to make sure you're not worrying about money. And I feel like you're okay. And then also just not surrounded by negativity because that's also very very important mm-hmm. because you you've moved around a lot do you have like a place that you say is your home city where people say what city are you from what like what city do you rep when it comes to making your music i mean i'm like been in la for so long but i would definitely say i'm from maryland the mm-hmm. dmv area because when i moved from overseas to america I went to middle school and high school and partial college in Maryland. And my parents still live in Maryland, so yeah, that's, that's home base. Mm. So I hear like a lot of artists that moved to LA and have been there for a while, they have like some complaints about it, but they still, in a sense, stay there. What is like negatives, what's negative about LA, but what also like draws people to stay there once they, even if they have like a, a negative opinion about it? Like, people, the thing about it is there's so much to do here. There's so many connections. There's so many opportunities. You can really make nothing out of something, as I did myself. I moved here with a suitcase, and now shit is fucking lit, you know? So I am living, breathing of somebody who just came here with the fucking idea and turned it into a goddamn plan. and. That's, but you do realize where I'm at, just how fake motherfuckers can get out here, you know, about yeah. just how thirsty motherfuckers can be to be a part of your shit or just like, man, like, whew, it's it can get really exhausting out here saying no to the same people or just people telling you something and then you're trying to follow up with them and not be a cornball or come off in a way it's exhausting just trying to be this chill ass motherfucker when you're like, when you want to be like, yo, what the fuck, man? I didn't hit you all. You keep telling me to hit you on Wednesday about this. And I do it's the fourth Wednesday. It's been 30 days What the fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you can't do that, but it's right. just it's this fake thing. And then the first person who lashes out, they're like, Whoa, dude. Like, you know, people are really emotional. I don't want to say soft, but like I don't I don't want to say soft but just very delicate you know people are delicate and I don't know yeah so it's 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 just difficult always having to put on your mask even though it is you but it's like you still gotta put on your mask and you're like I gotta do what the fuck I gotta do shoes and where I'm at it's like I don't want to do anything that I don't want to so that's why it's like, yeah, I do want to get out of here. But then it's like, where else am I fucking going to go? Like, it's not a lot of places that have what I'm accustomed to now, which is, you know, 
everything cool that LA has to offer. Can't mm. just go to Arkansas now and be like, hey, shit, I got bread. I'm rich as shit in Arkansas. Like, the fuck Arkansas got? <laughs> like, but yeah, so that's that's what it is right there. It's like, once you do it here, then you get bored of it, but then you're like, fuck, where, where else am I gonna go? I don't speak Japanese. Right. What about, like, New York? What's the biggest difference between, like, moving to, like, a New York City or L.A.? I could do I, – I, I could definitely see me in New York. It's just the way I want to do New York, I'm like, ah, there's, like, a way to do New York that's, like, the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's places in New York where you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit. Did not know this was in this building. And once I saw that, I was like, okay, if I ever go to New York, it's got to be that way. Like, those places are expensive and shit like that. So, And I would rather buy something like that than rent it. But, um, I mean, my dad's from Harlem. I'm, I've spent a lot of time in New York. I got plenty of people in New York right now. Um, it's just I decided to do the L.A. thing. And, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to leave L.A. Like, it really is. I've, I've, been, I've been here for, like – nine years now it's like home right like i don't want to just leave it's like actually hard to leave now. Mm. for artists is it fun or even important to go to other artists concerts and stuff because like for me because like i interview artists and stuff like that i go to concerts to like support them but because i'm focused on being an interview and interviewer and things like that it kind of feels more like a job versus enjoying a concert and I know, like, local artists, especially, have to support each other. But once you have a name and stuff like that, is it still fun to go to concerts? Or, I mean, if you can get, like, John Mayer tickets or, like, Gorillas or something like that, hell yeah, you know. But, like, a rap concert? Fuck no. But, <laughs> you know, like, unless it's a homie or something like that. But, shit. I ain't been to a good rap show in a while. Mm-hmm. unless it's like an a1 artist you know what i'm saying like Travis or something you know what i'm saying like this, you can't ever go wrong with something like that but you know they put so much shit into the damn budget it's not a game but you know like i'm just talking i don't want to say any names but because i haven't really seen and i wouldn't want to put anyone on blast either because it really wasn't their show it's more like i've seen some artists at a showcase but I follow people. I see what people be like, what the fans be posting. Like, I'll go to a fan's page and they'll be at some so-and-so's concert and I'll be like, all right, cool, you know? Like, that's, that's straight. I gotta, I gotta really, go, if I, I gotta, in order for me to go to your show, I gotta really just either fuck with you or I really gotta be a fan. And I tend to go to, like, the oldie artists if I'm gonna go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes sense. Like, um, I I don't know if they're going to cancel it now because of the freaking coronavirus. But my next big interview is supposed to be with like Goody Mob. Like, I think reaching out to older people like that are like really important to me. And um, like even um, I'm supposed to be meeting Havoc, but I don't know if they're canceling that as well because he's doing the um, anniversary tour for uh, Bob Deep. Like, I think. I think it's really important to like under if you're gonna be like a artist that's really for the culture or anything like that. I think it's really important to know like 
the background when it comes to hip hop. Even when it comes like for me, my music tastes go back to like honestly like the nineteen fifties till now because it's it's important to like understand where sampling comes from and all that type of stuff. No, yeah. I feel like these artists nowadays, I, I don't think they take the time to, you know, just learn a little bit, to educate themselves. You know, that's that's all I ask. If any young artists are listening to this, man, educate yourself just because it's tight, you know? Not for me. Like, just because it's fucking awesome. Like, the history of rap and how people are connected and, you know, the Jay Dillas, the Mad Libs, all that type of shit. Like, going all types of shit. Like, it's fucking awesome, you know, when you really sit down and see how it was made. Because now, it's like, you're just in this world where it's, you know how to do it because it's so easy and you've been hearing it. But it's like, you got to hear the people who really created sounds that, you know, like, really changed history. Not just dances that changed history. Like, an actual voice that really changed history. Right. You're seeing the Kanye West now, but like you don't know about the Kanye West then. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know about the real Kanye. Like <laughs> I hate to say that, but you know, new Kanye is not necessarily, you know. That's such an interesting concept. New Kanye is a little different, you know. <laughs> but we we still love Kanye, but you know, the old Kanye, you know, you'll forgive him for anything. <laughs> what do you think uh what do you think about um supposedly people are trying to say that Kanye's starting like a cult in Wyoming? What are your opinions on that? Man, people people just need a sh- I don't know, man, because people <laughs> be saying dumb shit. People be like, Oh my god, he was standing this close to his wife. He's a part of the Illuminati. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I think a lot of these things are calculated, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's just whack sometimes. I think it's. I think he does shit to fuck with people because that's what a smart businessman does. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if you, you just say like all you gotta do is just say something or do something, and then that'll just get people heated or wonder if you noticed or confused or something like that, and. People just start writing books about some shit that, you know what I'm saying? Didn't really need to have a whole book behind. It was just a joke or something. Right. So. Yeah, that's actually crazy. It's actually, yeah, people do that. Wow. 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 That's why I'm like, I believe in conspiracies, but it's like, you know what? Like, I'd rather just die and we'll talk about it when I'm in heaven because for real, for real, it's about to bore me. Yeah. What are you? What are your goals with your platform? Do you, are you trying to be an inspiration or? Yeah, I think um, this this next year I'm gonna I'm gonna take a whole different wave. I want to be more of I want to just be bigger and less quiet. You know, right, right now, right now I've I've been really chilling. Like you know, I don't you know want to work on anyone else's time, but now I want to just do the extra shit just to get out there further because I feel like the music, I want more people to hear it. I feel like more people will enjoy it. More people just need to hear someone just be honest and not try to be everybody's friend and just keep it 100. Everybody seems like they keep it in 100, but, you know, I'm ready to keep it 100 for the world. Yeah. And actually 
good music. Like that's my opinion counts because I'm I'm here making positive, good music and unique music. You know, like I have shit that I show for. Mm-hmm. And I think you you do a good job of like changing up your flow sometime. Like when like the Black Rose song, I put that on my um. I like to um, categorize all my different because. I'm like the ultimate like box guy when it comes to like the car or anything like that. So like I'm like, oh, what type of music do you listen to? And I have that playlist already set up. So I have different playlists for each type of person I that suppose they're gonna be in my car and stuff like that. And like like I threw your black rose song on like my um I call it I think I call it my uh my it's called like my rude boy playlist where it's just like like Jamaican type music. Dance all type shit. <laughs> That's what's up. Nah, yeah. You know, I try to I try to, you know, take it there too. But I don't like to be a culture vulture. So I'm like, I'm when I do stuff like that, I'm very selective. You know, I'm not gonna do a whole a whole album of Jamaican joints and I don't have a Jamaican lick of blood in me, you know? Right. I don't I don't think that's okay. But it's okay to make music that's cool because if you're inspired by shit, that's paying homage. But, you know, mm. like, yeah, Rihanna, Black Rose. And I got some more shit like that coming out too. But I like, like I said, I like to spread it out because that's not necessarily my sound. But I feel like in order to make an album, you need to have different sounds. Like you need to be able to make a project that just sounds good together. And I feel like making sure you have all aspects of balance is very important. You know, if you just want to drop music, that's cool. But again, this is just how I do shit. Like, I, I got to do shit for myself. Like, when I play my album back, can't have every song sounding like bibbidi-boobbidi-babbidi. You know? Yeah. Like, it got to sound like, oh, whoa, this song's crazy. Oh, this song's this. This song's this. Oh, this is dope. Right. What was the... What was the meaning behind your your latest album? Like when it comes to like the album cover, like you, like we were talking about Kanye. Kanye's on it. I think Trump's on the cover also. Like, how did you decide who was going to be on like cartoonized on the album cover? So I told Perlock, I was like, "Yo, I want to basically have it where, um, well, first of all, it's called Chimera Act because a chimera is like an animal. It's like three animals in one." So the whole thing about it is like me calling out the music game and just the industry and the entertainment world. Like no one is original anymore. So that's basically me saying like the world we're living in right now, I'm calling it the Chimera Act because I haven't seen one original person. And the girl is giving birth on the cover. And as soon as she takes out the baby, it's like a little skeleton baby. And then yeah. everybody's, everybody's holding up auction bids because it's like, as soon as you're born, like you're already being influenced by somebody, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't even have an opportunity to be yourself anymore. Like, because you feel like you really think that you need to be this way because, you know, you're young and you're a sponge and you don't really know shit when you're young. You wanted yeah. to be a, a astronaut. You wanted to be this, you wanted to be a basketball player. You wanted to be this, that, and the third. I wanted to make video games. I didn't know I'd just be playing the motherfuckers when I grew up. So it's just like, it's the Chimera Act. So I just wanted people to know 
I'm just looking for like original people out here. I'm just trying to maintain my originality, like my mindset and not trying to do shit for the reasons other people do them because yeah, I see people getting rich quick, but then like I said, you you, you lose that credibility. Like you can't walk into a room and people have the utmost respect for you. And I see people who aren't like on the Drake's or the J. Cole status, but you know, when they, they've been behind the scenes so much and they're so respected that yeah. you know, like they move they move like Drake. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like, they're, they, you know, just because all the right people know you and they know you for all the right reasons. Right. What do you think it takes to become, like, an open-minded person in a sense? Like, for you, like, of course, you, like, did all this traveling and everyone says that traveling's a way to, like, humble you in a sense. You gotta listen. Listening, man, is listening. And accepting what people say about yourself, like accepting what people say about you, you know, like if you keep hearing that you're this type of way and you don't believe it, you should just kind of start believing it, even if it pisses you off. Then you just gotta accept things. Like you got, the first thing you gotta do is accept yourself, even if you're not gonna like. You don't gotta be perfect after. You can still lose your shit and lose your temper. But you got to be able to be like, I lose my shit sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And be able to accept that and be able to work on shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And once you start accepting yourself, then you'll be like, oh, damn, there's a lot of things that people going through out here that, you know, I'm not knowing about, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, of course, growing up overseas and all that shit, I got to see the way so many different people thought or like just how people think, period. So I, I got that cheat code, but yeah, it's, I see, I see a lot of people who shit haven't traveled nearly as much as me and they got it. They got it. You know what I'm saying? Like they mm-hmm. get it. Like they, there's no misunderstanding. Right. So it's do definitely you, not the traveling. Do you think uh, race is important or do you think people are just people? I feel like, uh, you know, you should just be proud of your race or whatever you are, but don't let it, you know, storm you or be make cloudy. Uh, it, it, you know, it shouldn't be a thing, but, you know, you should know your history. Like, if you're Black, you should know about your African-American history. If you're white, you should just, I don't know, white people, everything's white, so you just <laughs> know what's going on, you know? But I feel like if you're everything but white, you know, you should definitely know what's going on. So, you know, I think it's I think it's important, but it shouldn't be it's not important in a in a different sense, you know? It's like don't ignore what you are, but right. don't be some vigilante or some weird shit, really, you know what I'm saying? Seattle had a had a superhero and his name was Phoenix Jones and he was like really popular in like two thousand thirteen because he was like pepper spraying like pregnant ladies or some shit like that and saying he was like a superhero and then um, and then like a month or two ago uh, i saw on the news that he just got arrested for like distributing like molly and ecstasy and shit and i'm like what you're supposed to be the seattle superhero oh wow (laughs) i mean look at uh jerry from subway man pedophile dude all all our all our heroes are fucking fucked up 
Like, that's also what I be telling people to, like, that's what I just be noticing, man. Like, that's why I keep to myself. Cause I'm just like, people are weird. Like, you know, people be, be get rich and then get face tattoos. I'm like, the fuck? Like, what's going on? I just I just don't understand what's going on, people. And and then everything and then everything just goes down to YOLO. Like that's a great excuse. Like just because you live once, it's a reason to do it. Like, okay. You don't even know about actually, you know. Seems that's not the best way to live, I feel like. But hey, it's okay. I'm only where I'm at, and if you get further doing whatever you do then shit slide me some notes i feel like you're uh, you're talking about post malone uh nah i don't did he get a shit after yeah nah. dude he had no tattoos. that's like that's what people try to use when they say like people got hollywoodified because like he had like no tattoos or anything you know like i don't know i think he's still cool but like he had no tattoos before but when he blew up he has like all these random ass tattoos on his face but i don't know Oh man, luckily his music's fire, so, so I wouldn't even grill him up. But I do like Post Malone's music; I think it's dope. Um, but I did not know that. But again, yeah, shit like that. Like, but again, you can do what the fuck you want to do. I'm just a different breed, and I just need to make sure my breed isn't dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, cause like. We gonna go too far, like people gonna go too far off the map and like, you know, cause we live in this world where no one, like people are afraid to also not like what somebody else likes, you know? Like no one wants to be a hater because people don't know how to let other people sometimes have an opinion. Like if you don't like music, someone's gonna be like, oh, you're a hater. Like, no. yeah. And be like, nah, this shit is whack. Like he ain't talking about shit, his beats suck. Oh, you're a hater. He's doing what he loves. I don't give a fuck if he's doing what he loves. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, right. You're so soft. Like, why are you you fucking this person? Like, why are you sticking up for him? Like, it's right. not that serious. You know? Like, let me let me say some real shit so he goes in the lab and makes some better music. Like, give him, let me give like give him the chance to make better music. Yes. And that's why, that's why I'm trying to give, like, of course you already have, like, a platform and a voice, but that's why I try to, like, reach out to artists like you who have, like, so many thoughts going on through your head and, like, definitely need to get it out, And whether it's interviews, whether it's music. I think it's just, like, as an artist, I think it's a combination of doing interviews, making music, music videos, merch, like, all of that stuff, like, helps people be inspired, in a sense. No, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think um, I've there's so many ideas I do want to do. I thought about doing a podcast myself, just talking the shit, shooting the shit, just because, man, me and my homies are so close. We just be going so deep in topics that I'm like, man, I hope regular people, like not regular, like I'm different, but just like people outside of my homies as regular people. I hope just anyone like that is like having, having these deep connecting like i mean deep connection type thoughts and, and conversations with their friends to get better understandings about themselves and others you know 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll be talking to my friends daily and, you know, like letting them know all my vulnerabilities and where I think I'm being rude. Or if I say something to a girl, I'll be like, wait, did I come off this type of way? Because I was, you know, just sometimes you got to get get your friend's opinion because they know you and then they might be like, yeah, sometimes you do be saying this like that. And yes. so I'm confused, you know what I'm saying? And it might, it might suck hearing it, but that's that accepting shit. Like you can get along better with the world and yourself if you just accept the real shit that the people that you entrust, you know, it's like someone's just keeping it real with you that you trust you can't get mad at them, you know? They, they're just keeping it real with you. Just sure. keeping it real with you. So you just got to trust the people that you, you know, give that power so that you can not embarrass yourself. For sure. Well, it's easy. What is some advice that you'd give to up-and-coming Seattle artists, creators, influencers? Um, Shit. Uh, be different, be different and don't do anything prematurely. And if you got a really good idea. Don't share that shit either. You know, do it. Take the time out. So many things I'm working on right now behind the scenes that I'm not showing people because there's people with more money who will steal your shit and get it done faster and it won't be nearly as much as quality or as passion as you would have put into it you just gotta make sure you keep to yourself don't do things prematurely and just make sure everything's done when you're ready to explode because people truly are slow in this day and age and with the cell phone and all that like everybody's so distracted you gotta make sure you're ready and have everything at once for sure well, also, what is some uh, advice that you have for people dealing with the coronavirus? Because like you said, you have a family member with it. So you probably have a, a little bit of insight of how just, just telling people to wash their hands is probably huge to hear from an artist like you, you know? No, uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, don't don't take it lightly. You know, I don't know what's going to happen to uh, my family, like my, uh, my uncle who has it. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. I know he's in intensive care. I know he's much older, so it is something that could be, like, not so good for him. But, you know, he is older. But, again, like, shit, man, like, don't mean that it's okay for a virus to put him in danger. So just make sure, make sure you're not, you're not not paying attention or you're not caring as much. Like, don't be trying to go out. Don't be having house parties. If you're chilling with a friend or whatever, too, cool. But. Try not to chill with the random group of people right now. It's hard. I know people want to go outside and do shit. But just, you know, just try not to. For sure. Well, I, I want to thank you and your team for letting me talk to you. I know it's it was a little longer than an hour, I think, but um, I, I really enjoyed talking to you, and I, I, I really love and respect your music a lot and all your connections, like DJ Paul, all those people you, you connect with and – your music videos are fire, so I just, I just want to thank you for all this. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. It was dope. I had a good time. Thank you. Well, this is the NAS Podcast with... Azizi Gibson. You know what it is. There we go. Thank you so much. All right, man. Take it easy, y'all.